Welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. I'm your host, Sassy Diaz, and first and foremost, I want to thank each and every one of you for following, tuning in on a weekly basis, spreading the word, rating, subscribing, and supporting me on this journey. So make sure to keep tuning in because I know that you are going to leave empowered, blessed, and encouraged to be the best version of yourself. You are tuning into episode three, Four Seasons of Love. On this episode of Benevolence, I have three special guests who are joining me at the table. These three individuals are anointed and appointed to do great things. In the past two years, they have accomplished so much. They have traveled to many places ministering to others through their worship. They are talented and they have a single that has been out on iTunes called Time. So without further ado, I have... TV3 Thank you guys for joining me at the table. This episode is going to be very interesting because we are going to be talking about singleness, dating, relationships, and marriage. And I have DV3 here. I have Anthony Diaz, I have Hector Elaraza, and I have Giovanni Diaz joining me. So, um, I am very sure that you have something to say about these particular topics. That's why I brought you guys here. Um, But before we begin, I would like for each of you to introduce yourselves. So, go ahead. I'm Giovanni Diaz. I'm the single, non-experienced one of the three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hector LaRaza. Uh, I'm single. Uh, I guess I have a little bit of experience in the dating. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Anthony Diaz, husband to the one and only Ceci Diaz, host of the Benevolence Podcast. Whoop, whoop. I was once the single and inexperienced one, and now I am married. Good. <laughs> There's hope. There's hope. <laughs> all right. So a few days ago, I sent an all-call announcement um, on Instagram asking our listeners and followers to send in a question that they may have on relationships, dating, waiting, singleness, the whole shebang. So, And questions, believe it or not, have been coming in. So I just want to get started because I have a whole lot of questions. Um, so there are a few questions that pertain to specific members of the group, the group but um, most of them are for everyone to share. So if okay. you kind of feel like, you know, yeah. coming yeah. in, yeah. chiming in, okay. go ahead and do so. Yeah. So let's start with our first question. So the first question is, how long should a couple wait to get married, especially if they are in their early 20s. Uh, Jill, you're okay, in your okay. early 20s. <laughs> 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 the guy. Um, well, I feel like if you, if the couple knows like that, that they're the ones that got placed for each other, then why wait? You know, if you, if you feel like, if you feel like um, you have the money, because weddings are expensive. Yes, <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys, just, just make sure that, um, like you know she's the one make sure you know that you get to know her or him whoever's listening um because it's 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 a lot to get into into a wedding into marriage but um i don't see why you should wait if you know she's the one or he's the one then i say go for it okay that's a good i have to say i have to disagree oh my god uh, okay Hector, what do you have to say? This, i'm <laughs> saying early 20s early 20s because you always want to make sure that you're ready 
you know what I'm saying? You're ready in a, in a sense of like career wise. You want to make sure that you're 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 set up. Uh, obviously, if she's the one, you know, time is you know. I don't I don't believe that it should take more than two years. But yeah. if you know she's the one, you're gonna knuckle down. You're gonna do what you gotta mm. do to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, I just feel like preparation is key when it comes to getting married. Okay. So. And what do you think, babe? Um, we <laughs> got married. I was 23. You were 23. I was what, 25? You were 24. You're 24. only a year older than 24. me. Okay. So I was 23. You were 24. So we were kind of like in the early mid. But we felt old at the time. But we felt old at the time. This is funny. So what do you think? Because I honestly, I don't know. I know for our time, I think, I feel like every situation is different. If I you guys agree. can agree, agree with me. I agree with that. Because in our time, we felt old. Mm. And we had already had prior relationships that didn't work out. Yeah. Um, so we knew what we wanted in the next relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And we kind of like laid it down. Yeah. The first date, we kind of just. Yeah. So I guess there's no <laughs> there's no set answer. There's no set answer. Every couple's different. Um, like Gio said, um, you know, if you guys feel like you're the right ones um, for each other, um, I wouldn't rush it. Because you are still in your early 20s, you got to think about um, that decision that you're going to make is one that's going to determine basically your future. You're basically picking who you want to spend the rest of your life with. So with that big of a decision, you want to make sure that you, you're, you have the right one. Because there's times where in the beginning stages of, of love, you know, there's always that puppy love. And yeah. You want to call and speak to each other every day. But there's, you know, different phases of love. Mm -hmm. And... So before you actually make that decision, there's a few things that you guys want to talk about, a few things that you want to um, go over. Expectations. Expectations, goals, because a man might be thinking one way, for instance. Um, I know, so me um, being, you know, raised in my, in my house, my mom was always the one to cook and, and wash our clothes. So I'm thinking, I'm growing up, and there's nothing you know wrong to think this way, but okay, my wife is going to do the same thing. But we have to know that you know we are. What are you trying to say? <laughs> no, 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 no offense. <laughs> no, no. It's true though. It's true, it's but true. I feel like I'm being singled out right no, now. Because, no, because no, no, no. But it, honestly, in, in a sense, you know, that's like a traditional way of thinking, and we we do have to remember that in, traditionally, um, wives stood home; they didn't work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now, modern days, you know, wives are working, women's working, men's working. So, like you mentioned, this expectation. So you got to talk about. Okay, who's gonna be doing what? If you know we're gonna get married, we're gonna be living together. Who's gonna be doing what chores? Um, and because you don't want to be blindsided later on, that's what's gonna cause. You don't want to be like caught by surprise. So you gotta talk about that. You gotta talk about finances. Um, you guys are gonna have separate accounts. Are you guys are gonna be on the same account. Like, what are your goals? You guys gotta be able to support each other and their goals and their ministries. So there's a lot to think of and things that you want to. Talk about before you actually make that decision. And don't be afraid to um, ask family members, ask um, your parents, you know, what they went through, what type of questions they would love to have known before they got married. So take your time. It's a big decision. That you it make. is a big yeah. decision. Mm -hmm. All right. So the second question is, what did you wish you knew before you were married? What What is something that you wish you knew before you were married? I wish I knew. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, guys. No, no, so just no, like, no, go. <laughs> <Ask away. laughs> I just feel like 
All right, so I kind of covered a lot of the things that I mentioned before. Um, like expectations and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's... So that kind of answers yeah, that it question. Does. Okay, so let's move on. Um, I'm just going to just kind of throw this at... This is not... Because I know you guys don't read. <laughs> <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> so the question is, nah. what are some good books for singles? Proverbs 31. <laughs> the Bible? Books? Like, like, like reading? Like reading. As you can what? see, DV3 does not read. <laughs> no, we read. We read stuff we read, that we like, social media. We read the Bible. We read, we read uh-huh. the Bible. We read articles. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Okay, so um, according to me, Ceci, I think some books that you can read um, for being single is like um, The Five Love Languages, um, Love and Respect, um... Captivating. I took the the, the evaluation of five love languages. And what what was yours? Mine was uh the first one was physical touch. Uh the second one was words of affirmation. The third one was quality time. No, the third one was acts of service. Quality time and then uh the last one was uh gifts. Okay. Yeah. So your, your top was Yeah, just touch t- me. Touch, touch me. Oh, oh my god. Oh, yeah. okay. no, touch me and, and tell me I'm <laughs> Like, hug me. What is happening No, right no, no, hug me. Our episode. Like, yeah, this would a whole different <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean like that. I mean, like, hug me. You know, I'm, I'm very I'm very affectionate. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Hug yeah, me, okay, you know, yeah, tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're okay. cute. Oh, okay. Okay, let's move on. All right, so the next question says, if I'm getting to know someone, is it okay to talk to more than one person at a time? Hector. So, if I'm getting to know someone, is it okay to talk to more than one person at a time? No, I think it depends on the status of getting to know somebody. Or like what stage you're in. Like what stage yeah, yeah, yeah. you're in. What are the I'm different scared, yeah. stages? So, stages like, for instance, if I'm in the how you doing stage, there's no reason for me to be fearful on to talk to somebody else because we're still that, hey, how you doing, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now, if it elevates to another level as far as, like, we're being more intentional. Yeah then obviously you want to start trimming down and kind of focusing in on uh, on um, the, you know, the one that you're, you're getting to know. Okay. But uh, is it okay? Answer. Is it okay? Yeah. Is it okay to talk to somebody while you're getting to know somebody? It just depends on the level or status that you guys are in. And I think it's just to be something that's communicated. I believe, and I believe that you should communicate that with people, you know, like, like for instance, there's relationships that I've had with other females, women, that uh, well, I was very open, you know. I was like, yeah, I, you know, I, you're my friend, you know what I'm saying, and I'm getting to know you. Mm-hmm. But there, you know, there's other friends that, you're, that, trying to get to know that you're trying to get to know too. But like, it's just because it's that 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 camaraderie that you build. It's nothing like. It just depends. It depends on the status. Okay, mm-hmm. I would just add one thing. Yes. Ask yourself: Would you be okay with someone else talking to someone? Exactly. While they were talking, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Put that's yourself good. in the shoes. That's good. That's why it's on status because I would have a problem. Well, that other person. No, no, no. No, but still, but most of the time, if you don't like it, yeah. then you then, shouldn't, then do, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, that's good. That's good. I feel like I'm getting advice myself. That's good, dude. That's good. <laughs> All right. So, the next question is: What is the difference between dating and courting? What do you think, Gio? What is the difference to, like, what is the difference between dating and then courting? 
Well, you have to give me a definition of courting. <laughs> 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 I'm like, ah, recording, recording, what? <laughs> okay, so like courting what, is what like recording. <laughs> courting is like when you're dating or you're in that stage where you're looking forward towards marriage. Okay, so what is the difference between dating and courting? Okay, well, dating I feel is uh, is necessary whenever you want to go out with someone, of course, because you you're trying to get to know that person, everything about them. You don't want to rush into um, like a relationship you want to get to know her get to know him and um just making sure like like you're like you're you're like she's interested like that like you're interested in her and i'm sorry i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> i don't even nothing's like recorded if any of our girls want to go out there and uh you know, okay, the difference between dating take and Take Gio out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> Show him what courting and dating is. I think my, my definition of dating has changed, too, okay. over the years. Okay, okay go ahead. That's interesting. My, my, my definition of dating has changed because... So, real quick, explain what it was. Okay, so my definition of dating, what it was, was that was the girl I was going to be with. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm 27, dating does not mean that. Dating means I'm getting to know her. Okay. I guess... My being young and naive and kind of believing in love at first sight yes. and getting emotional, mm-hmm. and that's changed. Because yeah. dating now to me is I'm going to get to know you. And the thing is, now I'm less emotional. Okay. And and it, it, I feel that sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing. So I think dating has, has changed for me okay. in this age now. What do you think, babe? All right, so I'll be honest. Um, I also didn't know what courting meant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, but I guess after hearing the definition, I would say, you know, pretty much what they said. I agree. Um, dating, you're basically getting to know the person. Um, courting, this is a little bit more deeper, a little bit more serious. And to, like, I would say courting is what we did. Yeah, So pretty absolutely. much on our first date, we laid it out. We talked about our past. We talked about um, what we were looking for in, you know, that, that significant other. So I guess I guess I would say that's the uh, the difference. Yeah, that's good. Um, now moving on, the next question is: Why is there an expectation with believers to marry the person that you are dating? Mm, that's good. <clears throat> why is there an expectation with believers to marry the you. person that you are dating? Because they're scared they'll fall into sin. Okay. That's exactly why it is. Because you're scared to fall into sin. And that's what, that's why our minds have been wired. That's why I say my, 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 my mind has wired differently yeah. now. Because before it's like you're going to date that person because you, and then if you feel like you love her, you feel like you think, marry her. Because obviously you, we don't want you in ministry and, and, having, and having sexual relations with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like as believers... We tend to look at dating like we frown upon the dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We frown yeah. upon that's not something that Christians should do. Date. You know? Mm-hmm. We tend to like like we're expected to just find that one mm-hmm. and then just stick to them and that's the one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, it's times have changed. Times have times changed. Have I'm glad changed. that they have changed. You know, it's mm-hmm. just I don't know. But that's a very good question. Now, um my next question. Is it is it okay for a girl to ask a guy out? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> girls, you heard it from Gio himself. That's Gio though. That's, that's Gio. No, no, that's me. That's me. I'm... So you don't mind? I wouldn't mind. But it I... depends on the girl. 
It does. But you know, I don't want any girl just asking me out, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'd I'd have to see like a future with you. I don't know. I guess we'd have to start out as friends and then maybe if you feel like you're they're interested, just you don't have to like just say, Oh, I'm interested in you, like uh, I like you. You don't have to be like, Oh, will you be my boyfriend? Like (laughs) say that for me. You're like getting red. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yikes! Like give them the signals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think signals treats. is good. Those are treats. But I don't. I. I don't. You I, don't think so? I don't think so. I think that that I'm a little bit more old school too because I I enjoy the process of saying, hey, listen, you know, that's romantic, man. Mm-hmm. I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I love that whole like, listen, would you like to be my girlfriend? Be intentional. Take her out to a nice place. Blah blah blah. Nice little stroll. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, kind of be like, hey, want to be my girl? Like, you know, for lack of words, you know what I'm saying? But I think that should be done. I don't know. I, I don't mind, like, somebody being like, showing me the signs. Yeah, like, exactly. I like you, saying, you know, yeah. da da da. But let me but let solidify me ask, that. Yeah, let, yeah, me, yeah. let me exactly. make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So. What do you think, babe? All right. So I'm trying to think of the perspective of the person that might be asking. So if a girl wants to ask a boy out, I think what you just what you would kind of have to consider is um, like are they showing any interest in you? Yeah. Because you don't want to put yourself out there to hurt yourself. Exactly. Good. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's so good. I'm babe. trying to put myself in, in that person's yeah. perspective. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's the answer right there. Good. Like so you could throw those those little baits out, mm-hmm. but like you don't put yourself out there too much because I'm sure in a in a girl's perspective they want to feel like they they're wanted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Okay, so Gio, <laughs> I'm gonna ask mm-hmm. you this question. Well, I think we all can answer this question except Hector. I'm sorry, but um, oh, why? <laughs> it says, <laughs> it says, <laughs> so Gio, the next question is for you. I someone sent sent this message. I've never had a boyfriend before. Is something wrong with me? Am I not putting myself out there? Um. But first of all, don't don't ever think like there's something wrong with you because there's absolutely not. Like you are beautiful in your own way, mm-hmm. and um, just just at, at this time, don't don't let it feel like you have to you have to find someone. Like just it's good to wait. It's good to wait. Just give give your all to God. Like that that's what God is looking for. Like you don't. We sometimes we put our mind in in relationships and we get it's actually causes a distraction and. Mm-hmm. and it's not allowing us to pray to God. Like, if we're not thinking of Christ when we pray. We're thinking of the girl that we saw or the guy that we saw. But um, just take this time to, to wait. Just wait Just, um, just wait on God. Like, it's all in God's timing. It's not, um, it's not, it's not you. Trust, it's not you. Just, just, just put your life in God and just put your trust in Him. Because he, he or she will come. Yes, I agree. Um, I was also a late boomer, uh, kind of, sort of. And then um, I had four years of singleness in between relationships. And it was like, oh, my God, I thought I was dying. I was, like, so desperate to find somebody. <laughs> and it was it was bad. And I was one of the older friends as well, so it was hard. Um, but I remember that I had to give myself wholeheartedly to God. Like, it was a complete surrender. And I mentioned this on my last episode um, for Broken Crayons, Still Color. Um 
you have to surrender everything to God in order for him to work in your life. And it doesn't matter. When I say work in your life, I mean every aspect, even when it comes to relationships. He wants all of you. And like John Legend says, all of me wants all of you. Like seriously, he wants all of you. Because then he is able to manifest himself in your life in the different areas, especially when it comes to relationships. He knows exactly what you need. He knows he knows it already. He's God. So it's just a matter of being patient and in that time of singleness, just waiting on God and just believing in his promise. You know? No one's meant to be alone. Well there's people, you know, that <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, but I think that God has a person for everyone. So mm-hmm. I know that you have a lot of experience with this particular question. <laughs> you were also a late boomer. <laughs> So yeah. what do you have to say? Okay, so I basically didn't have like a girlfriend or was not or ever in a relationship for about 22 years. So I can definitely relate to that question, except for, you know, not a boyfriend, but a girlfriend. <laughs> um, I had the same question, you know, why, why couldn't I, you know, ever meet someone? How come no one ever like really like tried to flirt with me? So I had that question, um, but I'm going to give you something that kind of gave me hope. Um, and that was when I was around 12 years old. I remember playing around with my family, and my mother came to me, and she said, um, Anthony, I, I had a dream. I had a dream um, because you were wondering why you've been lonely, and you've been wondering um, wondering why you, you, know, you, you haven't had friends, and um, God has told me because he has, he has separated you. So, you know, when she told me that, you know, that, that um, answered a lot of my questions, so, um, and, that, and that gave me hope. So just know that, you know, if you haven't found that right person, uh, maybe it's God, you know, separating you and just, you know, keeping you safe from, um, you know, from harm. And um, if you have that time, hey, focus on yourself. Just work on your own goals and, and do you for now until that, the time comes. Put yourself out, not put yourself out there, but um, pray about it. <clears throat> and yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. All right, that's, that's good. good. That's good. good. Next question. As believers, we talk about remaining a virgin until marriage and that having sex before marriage is wrong and why it's wrong. But very few times we talk about how to remain celibate. So what advice can we give to remain celibate? This is the hardest question that has ever been sent to me. But it's funny because, wait, the church talks so much about remaining a virgin, but they don't. They don't emphasize too much on how to remain. That's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't, what do we do? How yeah. do, you know, how do we And then there's all, there's, there's all those back questions. Can you kiss? Can you, like, yeah. Like, can you hold hands? <laughs> can you be alone? Can I grab her shoulder? You know, <laughs> so it's tough. Um, I could tell you one thing. I always, you know, I always think this way. You know, don't put yourself in a situation where you're going to be tempted. Mm -hmm. That's That's just how I feel. Don't put yourself in those positions because you know yourself. That's right. And you know your intentions. And and maybe your intentions aren't. But still, the the flesh overcomes every time. So you got to be strong. You can't put yourself alone with that person if you know that, you know, you're going to take it to the next level. Um, don't be alone. Be in group settings, um, and just try to avoid being alone at all times. And 
I always say this to everyone that I know. I said nothing good happens after 10. Nothing good happens after 11. So there should be no reason asked to why you would be with the person at late hours or you would text the person at late hours because it's just a revolving door. It's the same pattern over and over again. So I think that by experience, I'm just letting you know, just resist and stay away from putting yourself in those situations where you're going to be tempted. Yeah. What do you guys think? I think sure. exaggerating the consequences too. Like, I think kind of like um, just exaggerating. I think in ministry it's different, especially like somebody, I guess now in the, the season that I am trying to continue to honor God is is exaggerating the consequences. You know, it's, it's just kind of like... Um, doing whatever it takes to to try to honor God, you know? And uh, granted, we all have shortcomings and we all fall short, but it's how you get up and how you keep on pushing forward and how you can try to continue to honor God. So what helps me is kind of exaggerating the consequences and everything that I do, what, when I text, when I talk, and when I act, exaggerating the consequences. Good. Mm-hmm. You have anything, man? Um, I think the only thing that I would add would be... Um, Make sure that you guys are on the same page. That's right. Mm-hmm. One person could try to say no, but if the other one person, if the other person is insistent on it, it's not going to make it easy at all. That's right. No. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's right. Good. All right. Now we have some like shorter questions, and maybe like just one person could just answer them. Um, so the next question is: Why would a guy keep in touch if we've already broken up? Mm. And this happens. A lot. So, from a guy's perspective, there's a girl, there's a girl out there that wants to know why would a guy keep in touch if we've already broken up? And I've been in that position too, you know. But why does that happen? Why do you think? Go ahead. I think, um, ah, man, that's just okay, honesty. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, so it can be one of two things. He wants to be your friend for real, for real, which is very slim. That is very, <laughs> <laughs> that is very slim. Or he wants to keep that connection so that you continue to be an option for him. Mm. And uh, that he can, girls. Sometimes you guys let the guy have that option do that. open. Yeah, you know what I'm we saying? do. And it's, 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 because it's, like it yeah, you we like do it, like you know it. It's attention. It's attention because so, if we're not getting attention from no one else, so yeah, we're going to just, so that's just being honest. Like one. some, some, <laughs> some girls just leave it open and it's easy. And then some guys just do it because they like to have that option there and they like the attention. So yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> awesome. Um, how do you know that a person has genuine feelings for the other? Like, how do you know that a person has genuine feelings? <laughs> Who wants to answer that? One person. Okay, I guess I'll start off. Just um, genuine feelings. Um, how do you know? Um, I guess, you know, the person wants to be with you. The person wants to communicate with you. Yeah, because, because if they mm-hmm, didn't, yeah. they wouldn't, they they wouldn't, wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you have to, like, it needs to be mutual. You can't be the one that's exactly. always giving mm-hmm. and the yeah. other person Jeez. receiving. You, you got to kind of figure out, like, okay, who's texting more here? Or 
Am I the only one that's always saying <laughs> yes. hello and always starting the conversation? Yep. Come on. That's annoying. <laughs> that's mad annoying. That is so like, annoying. Oh, I hate that. And then you feel needy. And then you feel you like know? dumb. Yeah, like, you do. <laughs> like ill. Like, they, don't, they don't respond they back don't respond. In, like, in, a, in a few hours. Yeah. I, get, I get take drastic measures and I just stop right away. Once I feel that, that 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 tug and pull, mm-hmm. I I'm cut the same it way. right there. I don't. The same way. I don't give it more. I'm, I don't play I that whole like pity. I give too much. That whole pity thing. I think when they go the extra mile for you, yeah, like mm-hmm. kind of like just like if they, it's more than just conversations. You see little yeah. things yeah. like kind of like they they do stuff for you just randomly, yeah. like yeah, you know? yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's nice. That's it's nice attention to detail. Yeah, attention to detail. And I'm a detailed person, so I take notice to stuff uh-huh. like that. So it's nice. It's nice to know. What do you think, Jill? Everything they said. <laughs> A man of little words. (laughs) All right. Um, The next question. Do you think that there is still hope for those that are over 40? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's always hope. We have a friend that got married. Yeah, we do. I was thinking the same person. (laughs) (laughs) You're out there and you're listening. You know who you are. Yeah, there is definitely hope. hope. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Just, yeah, just have that patience. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Around what age is dating appropriate? So Oof. let's think about it. Um, you go as a father, and then you go. You guys go as, you know, as leaders. What you know? age, man? What okay. age is dating appropriate? I, uh, I started dating real young. And I regret that a lot, a lot, a lot, because it wasn't wise. It wasn't a wise thing because I didn't know me. And then I didn't know how to react in certain situations. And uh, yeah, so I would have to say appropriate dating is when you're mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think um, and, I, and the thing is that this generation really thinks that they're mature at 16. It's so funny. They're not. No, no, no. I'm so a high school funny. teacher, and trust me, I it know. It's so mm. funny. So I think 18, 18, I was 19, 18, 18, you know 18. what I'm saying? Kind of like when you When you graduate, graduate high from school, high school. Mm-hmm. Making and... decisions, go to college, you know? Yeah. What do you so think, like babe? All right, from a father's perspective, I think a good <laughs> she is never to start dating is like 36. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, I'm on the 40. No, please. Nah, my poor kidding. girl. Alright, alright. I'll bring it down to like 22. Damn. No, that's a good age. No, because by then, they'll finish college. That's right. Ah, that's right. That's then, good. Okay, that's good. You got your You're business. Right. Give me it's high five, guys. I like that. I like that. It's different that. for guys. Don't it you think? Guys, yeah, you can go from... Well, that sucks. Go ahead. Sorry when you're 15. Okay, my next Lay question. Lay on the table. <laughs> Bask in the ambience. No, stop. Listen, how long do you have to wait in between, or how long should you wait in between relationships? When you're healed. Mm-hmm. When you're fully healed, yeah. When Completely you're fully healed. healed. Mm-hmm. In and out, and yeah. cup runneth over healed. That's right. Mm-hmm. When you're because you don't want to bring that baggage into the next and one. And you don't. Yep. You don't. Okay, well, we answered that one quickly. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you think about dating someone with kids or who has had a divorce? Hmm. <laughs> they need some love too. They do need they love. Do. They do. They do. They do Heck need yeah. love. Heck yeah. I guess it all depends on the situation. It does. They can't be like 
having the baby daddy still around or they can't be mm-hmm. like I don't know, though, because the baby daddy is is very important. Like, dating somebody with kids, you have to realize No, they're still going to be part, but... Yeah, it's always going to be there. I know, but they're not... You got to know that if you can handle that. You have to have the trust. You have to trust, like... Strength. But I don't know. What do you think? You you have to have made that decision prior to dating that person. Because you can't date that person, lead them on, and then later on say that oh man like, but you're divorced or you have a kid because that's not fair to that person exactly. yeah. mm-hmm. right. you, you go into it knowing the, the situation exactly and yeah okay that's hard that's good mm-hmm. alright um why do guys treat girls differently in front of their friends mm. ooh mm. <laughs> ooh this was a good one so Someone wants to know oh, why in private is so, you know, whatever. And then in front of the <laughs> <No>. friends. And <laughs> why in front of friends y'all treat us differently? I don't understand. Um, is it a pride thing? I don't think it's a pride thing. I think mm. it's a pride. You think it's a pride thing? Yeah, it's a pride. So, please, a... someone please explain. I think it's just, okay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying. I think, I think Okay. You always, if you're dating somebody at church, that's the thing though. Like it's, if you're dating somebody from church, you kind of want to keep that reserved a little bit and kind of like. But why, when you have feelings for them, why do you treat them like that? And then you know that you're going to get in an argument like in the (laughs) evening or the next day. Because it happens. We don't like being treated not That's not a right way to treat. If you know that I'm the one for the moment. Yeah. You should treat me the same That's way. That's right. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. With yeah. your friends. Yeah, right. Then, you know, totally when you treat right. me privately in the same you treat me the same way <laughs> with your friends. That's what I believe. Well, sometimes as guys we want to keep it reserved though. Like and the thing is this is bad. I'm going to say something that's bad. <laughs> this is bad. <sighs> it's because you want to always keep your options open as a guy. But why? Especially no. if you're in the same establishment, like around her friends, if we have common friends, like I was in a relationship where I, I kept her from my friends. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of more like you want to be reserved. You want to until you know, no, you know, and then you have your doubts. Because sometimes you, you're just doubting. You can be one of two things: the biggest jerk, and just want to have that, have her, have her on the side, and have her kind of like you know, that's your girl, that's that. You do things alone. You don't really put in the public. That's being a jerk. Probably. Okay. Or you can be reserved and you can be just kind of cautious with the situation especially with me but i don't I, like the phrase he said you want to keep your options open what do you mean by that <laughs> if you're dating the person but it's, it's, why would you want to keep your options open but didn't we establish from that from the beginning that dating it depends on what level of dating it is but you shouldn't if you're with someone you shouldn't have to keep your options open you're right yeah, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but I'm just saying that it depends on what level of dating. I is. just, I just feel like any man <laughs> who is in a relationship. I'm the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the wrong guy. I've been through a lot. <laughs> I've been through way too much. I just feel like any guy who is who is proud of his of being in a relationship with any girl right. should treat the girl the same in mm. front of his friends. That's the right way. That's the, That's right. the right way. Maybe I, not too much though. Because yeah, too much is it, annoying. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. No, gets, too much is annoying. 
But at least the acknowledgement. That's of, my girl. That's my girl. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because too much is is annoying. Too. No, mm-hmm. I know. And that's I why I say it. it's pride because when you're with the, the boys, you want to make it seem like that's you're the girl. one in control. Yeah. You're the one wearing yeah, yeah, the pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the girl. I snap my fingers. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, no, none of that. So that's why I say yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you roll over. <laughs> All right. I think we're done. Wow, oh, we're wow. pretty much. That was good. We're pretty much done. Fun. So, huh, that was a lot of questions. Thanks for the advice, guys. Gio <laughs> had nothing to yeah, say. Great insight. But Gio learned a lot wow, learned from hand. these questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Thank you guys for joining me at the table today. It was so much fun, and I'm sure that our listeners got their questions answered. Thank you for joining me, guys. Thanks Thank for you so much. Us. Awesome. Keep doing your thing, Sess. Thanks. Well, make sure to follow DV3 on Instagram and Facebook at Devotion, but D-V-O-T-I-O-N number three. So at Devotion3 on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure to check out their single time on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And you can also check out their YouTube channel where they have covers and worship experiences. So thank you all for listening to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. Did you know that Benevolence has its own Instagram? All you have to do is search Benevolence Podcast and you can follow me at I am Ceci Diaz to know a little bit more about me and Benevolence. If there is a topic that you would like for me to discuss in the future, please do not hesitate to email me at BenevolencePodcast at gmail.com with requests, petitions, questions, comments, or testimonials. I want to hear from you. And stay tuned for next Monday's episode of Benevolence. You don't want to miss it. Bye. Bye. Bye.